Hey, hey friends, and welcome to our brand new mini series on Heart of Dating today. I decided to do this because y'all just have so many awesome questions and I wanted to be able to answer as many of them as I possibly could in easy and digestible ways. So outside of our main full length Heart of Dating episodes, which will mainly be interview style with some really epic guests all around very pointed, amazing topics and occasionally some solo episodes from yours truly, we are also going to be covering other topics with short, succinct thoughts and advice through these specific mini-series. Now, each mini-series will be themed around a pointed and specific topic, and it will be about four to six episodes long, depending on the subject. They're going to launch on Fridays, and they're going to be no more than about 15 minutes long. Now, for today's episode, you guys, y'all voted on Instagram. You know, I'm so into just getting your input on what you guys want to hear. And by very large majority, you guys voted to have a cover navigating the beginning stages of dating. (laughs) So clearly all of y'all are like, how do we navigate the beginning stages? Because it was definitely the majority favorite by far. So today we're kicking off this mini series talking about what stage one dating really is, as well as some of the best practices and guidelines to keep in mind while you are going through stage one dating, which is really the beginning stages of dating. Also, before we get into all the incredible content for this episode, I want to share with y'all that we are actually able to do this mini series because of our amazing sponsor, Faithful Counseling. Faithful Counseling is a faith-based online therapy network that falls under the incredible BetterHelp umbrella. And y'all know that I am a huge fan of therapy personally, but I especially love therapy that incorporates Christian principles, prayer, and spiritual practices. I've been seeing a Christian counselor for over a year now, and what I love about Faithful Counseling is that you can get connected with an affordable Christian therapist so easily because you can just fill out a form for yourself about your needs and all the things that are specific to you. And Faithful Counseling is going to connect you with a fellow believer online within their huge network of licensed professional Christian counselors. Once you're connected to a therapist, you can actually start communicating with your therapist online in under 24 hours. You can also log into your account at any time and send a message to your counselor and get really timely and thoughtful responses back. So let's say you and your counselor are going over something in a session and then you have a follow-up thought, you can write that to your counselor and get feedback, which is really incredible. You can also schedule weekly video or phone sessions and do them from the comfort of your home. Hey, yo, in your most comfy attire. This is like one of my favorite things about doing therapy virtually. I just get to be in my really comfy athleisure and I love it. Another huge perk about Faithful Counseling is that there is such a broad range of expertise in the Faithful Counselor Network that you may not be able to locally find wherever you live. The last cherry on top, you guys, is that because a lot of people don't do therapy because of the cost, I'm super grateful that Faithful Counseling is actually more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and they even have financial aid available. So y'all, if you've been looking or just wanting to dabble into therapy, or if you haven't found someone that's for you, or maybe it's been too costly, or you just don't want to trek to the office to do the sessions, then I encourage you to consider trying out Faithful Counseling. And this is really cool, you guys, because Faithful Counseling loves Heart of Dating. They have given us 10% off your very first month. So you can go to getfaithful.com forward slash heart of dating to get your assessment right now and get 10% off your first month of therapy. (laughs) 
All right, y'all, you know I'm a big fan of therapy, but let's get right on into this episode. I am so excited for this mini series. So today we're going to talk about what is stage one dating anyway, and what are some healthy guidelines for this beginning stage of dating? Before I even get into all of this, I just want to acknowledge you guys that dating is a bit of a gray area and not every situation is exactly the same. There's definitely not one hard and fast rule to dating. There just really isn't. And sometimes it's going to happen to you like this process and sometimes it won't exactly happen this way and both of them still might be healthy. There are many amazing marriages that have come from not following these exact stages and steps. However, there are also a lot of relationships that have ended poorly poorly because they didn't have a better framework or a process to follow. So that's why I encourage stage one, stage two, and stage three of dating because honestly, a lot of us just have no idea what in the world we're doing in the world of dating in 2020. And it's been kind of like a free for all for us with dating. And that hasn't exactly worked. Everyone kind of is like, I know what's best for dating. And someone else is like, no, I know what's best. And we all kind of feel like we know what's best, but ultimately some of us just really don't know, right? And sometimes we need an actual process or some guidelines to follow. So again, hold this process lightly, but also use it to the best of your ability while following your gut, using your own discernment and consulting some of the really wise people around you. Now, I first want to start by defining stage one dating. Stage one dating is the get to know one another phase. It's usually about three to five dates as you're just really seeing if the person has some of the qualities that you are looking for and if you guys just generally enjoy being around that person. And so with stage one dating, this is where I really want to highly encourage you guys to take the pressure off. (laughs) We can get so awkward as Christians feeling like as women, we need a sign from God in order to say yes to the date or maybe as a guy that we need to know for sure that we should ask the lady out. But y'all, dating can be intentional without also putting so much pressure on it as well. And so girls, even if you get asked out by a guy that you think has decently good character, I would say go for it. And ladies, even if you are not so crazily attracted to him, you know, my policy is still that if they have seemingly good character and if you find them objectively attractive, meaning you can look at them and you're like, yeah, they are an attractive person, but maybe I just don't feel like I would ever really want to kiss them right now, right? Then I would still say, if you say, okay, but no, they are objectively attractive and I think they have good character, then go for it. See what God can do. I have been amazed at what God can do in my heart by really getting to know somebody because attraction isn't just physical. It isn't just one thing. There are layers to attraction. There is personality. There is mental and emotional attraction. There is spiritual attraction. So there's so much more than just that initial physical, which is important. But like I said, if you think they're objectively attractive, say yes. And dudes, if you see a woman who piques your interest that you think has decently good character, ask her out so you can just get to know her better. It doesn't have to be a super pressured filled situation. And also for the dudes, same thing when it comes to physical attraction. And I want to encourage you to be realistic. It's good to have standards, but you don't also just want to date a supermodel looking woman. You don't want that to be your standard of women. And I think we've kind of lost that with some of our influences culturally. So be realistic and look for attraction in a multitude of areas. So y'all, going on one date does not have to mean that you have to marry that person. And it also doesn't mean that it has to be super awkward and you can't be friends afterwards if you're still in the same community. 
So I want to encourage you to try to shift your perspective to get to know the other person for who God has created them to be. Y'all, this is a time to celebrate that person, get to know someone unique that God has uniquely and beautifully created that has a whole different perspective, maybe a whole different upbringing than you do. So here's your new mantra. Here's your new thing that you're going to repeat to yourself before going on dates, okay? You're going to say to yourself, I want to get to know someone completely different from myself and appreciate the way God uniquely created them to be. That's it. I just want to get to know someone completely different from myself and appreciate the way God uniquely created them to be. Seriously, you guys, repeat that to yourself before you go on a first date. Take a deep breath and just enjoy the other person that God has created. Now, a few other things that can help you in the change of your perspective in this get to know one another phase include things like, you know, realizing that this time can help you to also get to know more about yourself. It could show you what you like and admire, and maybe it could also show you what you're not as attracted to. Maybe you're like, oh, that's a quality I don't actually, I I don't really want in someone. It can also show you personally what you might need to change and maybe what you need to work on. Maybe you need to be more open-minded. Maybe you have to be less judgmental. Maybe you have to work on communicating. There's a lot of different things that we can learn through the dating process. I have learned a lot from dating. You guys, another thing it can do, it can also help you date to experience just new people and new things. Go out, do different activities, experience new fun memories, and do it with new people that, you know what, if they're not going to be your husband or your wife, they might end up being your friend. And overall, they're still your brother and sister in Christ, right? I also see dating as an awesome means to love and serve other people because in dating, by asking questions intentionally, like on dates, you are showing someone that they are seen, heard, loved, and valued. And honestly, this is a really amazing thing. So dating can also be a way to really love people and serve other people. I also love dating as a means to practice things that I'm learning maybe in therapy or with my friends, such as being direct with someone or communicating my needs or being more self-controlled. Also, I want to say one more thing. Some people have some mixed opinions on what I'm about to say, and I encourage you to, of course, follow your own convictions, but within stage one dating, I am okay with going on multiple dates with different people. Now, you guys, don't freak out. I'm not saying like go out with like 10 to 15 people all at one time, but I do think it's okay to go on a date with someone and also go on a date with somebody else in this beginning phase of dating. All right, now let's talk about some other really strict Well, just guidelines. I don't want to make it so legalistic for you guys, but here's just things that have helped me that I highly recommend to help you keep a clear mind to really enjoy this, not make it feel like a burden so you can still have fun and enjoy this process. The first thing is that I avoid kissing and alcohol, or I keep at least the alcohol to just one drink in the beginning stage of dating. I don't kiss because this just really clouds my mind. And so I don't kiss someone until I kind of know where I stand with that person. I know I maybe want to exclusively date them, or we decide we are going to exclusively date, or maybe they become my boyfriend. That's just personally helpful for me because I want to really get to know their heart first and foremost versus adding all those physical elements, which can kind of skew my thinking. It could kind of make me think that we have more of an amazing connection than maybe we actually do, right? So I would avoid kissing. I also encourage, you know, no alcohol or just one drink because y'all, you want to be able to see this person clearly and drinking because you're nervous or because you think it's really fun. Like it just will not allow you to really get a clear picture of who this person is. Another thing I recommend is to keep the first date to about 90 minutes. This is going to protect you from getting to know too much about the other person, and it also leaves a fun little bit of intrigue for a second or third date. 
It also keeps you from being on a date with someone that maybe you guys, you're just, you've decided you're not really interested in, right? And we've all been there. A lot of us have where you've been on a date where you're like, this is just not great at all. And now I committed to like a really long time to hang out with this person and I'm really regretting that decision. And then all of a sudden now your perspective on dating is negative, right? Because you had a bad experience and you see it as a burden. We want to avoid that. So keep the first date to around 90 minutes. And um, that's just what I would recommend to keep intrigued and also avoid, you know, being stuck out with somebody that you don't really like. <laughs> Another thing, don't spend too much money, especially not on the first date. You can get creative and find ways to do dates that aren't just taking the person to dinner at like a steakhouse. And I do know, and I want to recognize that for guys, it can get expensive with dating. So I encourage you dudes, get creative and ladies, it be okay with his creative date ideas. If he's not taking you to a really nice dinner for a first date, that's fine. That's totally fine. I think we should honor that in the guys because dating can be really expensive. And also in some upcoming episodes in this series, we're going to talk about some awesome creative date ideas. So y'all, that's it, okay? Take a deep breath. Take the pressure off of dating in this first stage. I recommend just thinking about how you could better incorporate some of these guidelines. And then overall, I just want to encourage you to say yes to dates more or pursue dating more and just have fun with this process. Enjoy this process. Get to know somebody. And if it doesn't work out, you can still be friends with them. And we are going to talk about that as well. Don't worry. But I just am so passionate about this does not have to be as crazy and stressful and pressure filled as sometimes we make it out to be. All right, y'all, that is it for our very first episode in this mini series, which is navigating the beginning stages of dating. Again, this episode is brought to you by the incredible Faithful Counseling. I just love what they are doing so much. If you guys are interested in therapy or finding out more, you get 10% off your very first month because Faithful Counseling loves Heart of Dating. So please go ahead and go to getfaithful.com forward slash Heart of Dating. Y'all, this is so much fun, and I can't wait to see you next week for our next episode in this mini-series. See y'all soon. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network.